You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to the Shutdown Full Cast. You are listening to the Internet's only college football podcast. Joining me this week, and the me is Spencer Hall, is Betty the dog. If you can hear Betty whining in the background because I just hollered, that's because she's a hound. She thinks we're doing this all together. So if you want to howl along in your car as you are listening, out on your tr- your stroll, trot, run, jog, or dead sprint from the police, whatever you're doing at this moment, if you just want to let out a little, you go right ahead. If I you're can't. that one dude who said you can't listen to the show anymore because we upset your dogs, I'm sorry, your dogs suck. Yeah, they're pretty much the worst. It's like yeah. you and then your dogs. Ours Thank are you for listening. Different. Um, Jason Kirk joining us from uh, Epcot, Canada, his permanent home. Uh, uh, it, hey, A, how how you doing up there? Uh, pretty good. Doing pretty good down here. Um, as always, monitoring our neighbors to the north up there in Georgia. Um, things sound, things sound pretty bad. Things sound just desperate. Uh, conditions worsening all the time. Sounds cold up there. Things of that nature. Just debilitating, really, um, at all times. Nowhere near the pan, nowhere near the sort of complete harmony and peace that you would find the universal happiness of Epcot Canada. I'm only like kind of half joking there because epcot canada is a pretty happy place yeah there's nothing happening that's it yeah no <laughs> well m- maybe not epcot canada could have a little epcot canada could have been if it reflected real canada it could have been very colorful very interesting over the past couple of weeks yeah not could, colorful no not colorful <laughs> that's usually that's just one pretty color. monochrome pre- pretty monochromatically uh loud we'll give it that much i don't know I don't know if you saw, there was a video of a Canadian, uh, a pissed off Canadian guy who was yelling at uh, these morons, the demonstrators in Ottawa, yelling at them from his second story balcony and was just doing the most straight Leonard Kenny shit I have ever seen. Just looking and going, going, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, go home. No one cares about your bullshit, huh? No one ever. And he's sitting there just giving him like the full stone cold, like double birds. And he goes on for like 20 seconds of this, just telling them what trash they are and telling them to go to hell. And then he turns to his left to people who have not left yet and goes, did you not get my fucking statement last time? And holds out like 
the double birds, and it was the greatest greatest moment in Canadian history. How many Easily. accents were you doing there? I don't know, but but I got through all of them, and you have to yeah. give me credit for that. No, I, I'm 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 uh, the this rare year, this completion year, bonus for Spencer. Yeah, the quantity is what's impressing me. Yeah, I can. <laughs> you're like that. You're like that fella on on Kiev in television who can speak Luxembourgish. Yes, I can speak English in six different languages. That's what I'm capable of doing. Uh, across this here table from me here in Atlanta, Georgia, in the house is Holly Anderson. Hello, Holly. Man, I guess. Yet again, producer Michael Serber, who uh, will chime in only. Only when the time is exactly right, because no one on this program has better timing than Michael Server, uh, is producing this and listening along. But fellas, we're missing somebody today. Who are we missing? We're missing Papa Ryan, mm-hmm. and it's an especially sad day for me, because I wasn't on the show the last time this came up, and today it's up again, and we're missing our sweet Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jason, do you want to explain the, the new news that takes us back to our favorite home, Chuck E. Cheese? Uh, let's see. Let me dial up the... Uh, so, um, as I understand it, Chuck E. Cheese, the uh, nation's leading entertainment wholesaler, is, uh, quote, headed to the metaverse. I don't know what any of this means. Which, as I understand it, is Second Life again. Mm. Yeah, third. This time, it's Facebook. <laughs> That's and how I what, understand it. What we are... This is, this is via Josh Gerben, who is a, a commentator about trademarks. Um, says the filings indicate an intent to offer virtual food and beverages virtual arcades, concerts, and theatrical performances. And what I am getting out of this is that Antioch the Birthday Spider can now track you in your homes. Ryan's not here to do the voice. (laughs) Oh, God, the noise, though. The noise is completely done. It's it's probably for the best because it's horrifying enough knowing that Antioch is now in your phones, in your computers, in your smart toasters. All throughout your home. His eyes are everywhere. He has so many of them, and they're everywhere now. I feel safer. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, feel if you have monitored. Done nothing wrong, there's nothing to worry about. Yeah. I Honestly, yeah. I tried to do an Antioch voice in the pre-show, and it just sounds like Jason Garrett. I, um, Jason Garrett in the metaverse. I cannot think of a more blank entity in this universe. That sounds, I mean, it yeah, sounds that like sounds my redundant. Jason Garrett voice, which sounds nothing like Jason Garrett. <laughs> I think Jason Garrett's already in the metaverse. That was the problem. Mm. He was there a little too early. I, I, the idea of virtual bridges, I guess I can't imagine anything less fulfilling. <laughs> like at least virtual food, you could see like, oh, virtual so that's what it looks like Pepsi. being, yeah, like like virtual food is like, oh, that's what it looks like being like cut open and cut into and, you know, virtual beverages is just like, oh, now there's less of it. It probably tastes better than the actual Chuck E. Cheese wares. I will only be interested in the Chuck E. Cheese metaverse if puking is an option. <laughs> so because because I just wanted because if I want to live the true Chuck E. Cheese kid experience, somebody's got to be puking in the ball pit, right? Because if you create the metaverse and you create Chuck E. Cheese in the metaverse, I know what people are going to do. They're going to try to beat up the Rock of Fire explosion. They're going to try to beat up the old Showbiz Pizza band that has to be in there, right? If they've just become one universe. And they're going to want to, you know, say hi and pay their respects to Antioch, the birthday spider. But the other thing they're definitely going to want to do. <laughs> that's terrible. You're right. That's terrible. Thank you. Um, well, I mean, no, I meant the actual voice. Not Was the noise bad, too? No, no, no. It no, was no, no, very it sounded, accurate. Sounded just oh, like Jason okay. Garrett. Okay. Yeah, no. that did. <laughs> I heard I heard QB draw on third and eight. That's exactly what I translated that as. Um, so. Jason Garrett's voice is like binary Charlie Brown's teacher. Yes. Okay. Yes, and it always equals throwing short of the sticks on third and long. The, but you've got to have like virtual puke, because that's all anyone's gonna do, right? They'll be like, "What you do in the metaverse?" You're like, "I went there and like 20 people were virtually puking into the ball pit, all at once." Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, I believe the trademark filing is the Chucky verse. The. Ch- <laughs> 
<laughs> we're off. No. We're off metaverse. It's it's the Chuckyverse now. <laughs> and that's our show. Good night, everybody. NFT. Now, fun throw up. Nice fucking tokens. <laughs> no free tokens. Uh, NFT stands Nightly for. Nightly fun. Nightly flowing, throwing up into the vault. Like, think of how, like, that would be side-splitting. If you walked into the virtual Chuck E. Cheese and all anyone was doing was ignoring all of the pay-to-play machines that took real money to play virtual games, and everyone's just going over and puking in the ball pit. Like, the only way this place eventually makes money is they're like, yeah, sorry, we need you to play five, we need you to pay, like, five Virtua bucks to go puke in the ball the pit. The fire explosion was truly inside you all along. Now let it out. Into the balls. <laughs> into the balls. I into the balls. I, the, I need to lie down. I need to pay 10 extra dollars so I can technicolor puke into it. That's it. There's extra no such thing as dollars. No dollars. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Zuck bucks. Sure. Anything. Wait, what? Any, any. Did I miss something horrible? <laughs> it might be real by the time this posts. It might just, be. Just like any, a... any word is acceptable currency. Any, any word but dollars. Those are, no, those are fake. I'm struggling here because I don't feel like I can explain the metaverse enough to make good jokes about this. And we don't mm -hmm. have our spider boy. We don't have our sweet spider boy. I read a, a, like a like 3,000 word article. It was something about the metaverse. It was, uh, I don't even remember what. That's, that's exactly how it works anytime you read anything about it. Do you feel like it. you understand and it any better than you did going in? No. At no point did it explain what the fucking metaverse is. And there's this whole other question beyond it that, like, we seem to have barreled past. That's like, who wanted this? Like, no one, no, no one. one asked for this. It just happens. Like, the you, uh, the NBA commissioner has some like robot Shaquille O'Neal flying around. No one wanted that to happen. I Put Shaq back on the ground. Sound. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I could hit a free throw now. No one wants to see Shaq hit free throw. No, no, I don't want Shaq to hit a free throw. My childhood would be ruined by, by fake it second was, life. It was the one thing that told us that his feet were made of clay, just like the rest of us. Yeah. Other, otherwise, it's just, you know, dunks. It's just dunks. Those are sick, though. Yeah. Those are absolutely sick. The metaverse right? can't take those. Yeah. I wish, by the way, I kind of wish, like, my understanding of sports, which, again, not all that smart, but it's far enough along that, like, I could be like, just dunks is not enough for me. I need like an occasional three-pointer because man what a pure time in your life when you're like 12 and you're like what is basketball and you're like Duncan that's it just why don't they do that all the time that was slam. the 90s yeah and then <laughs> and then Steph Curry came along and figured out points from far away are worth more points and now there's no more dunks <laughs> I'm sorry analytics ruined things and I'm like yeah you figured out three was more than two <laughs> <laughs> They figured out if you stand too, you gotta be if real. you stand if you stand too far away to dunk, you get more points. So now dunks are bad. It's fucked up. <laughs> you gotta be you gotta be real Brady to figure out that three is more than two. <laughs> You'll never understand the Sloan Conference math. It's too it's too elegant for you. It's too highbrow. Sorry if you we lost you with the numbers. It's my me, favorite me, thing well, that it boils like, down to. Us us as kids are like, nah. -uh. The best shot is the <laughs> loudest one. <laughs> Fuck three one points. Give me the two points that hurt. <laughs> what if I could do two points and I could put my testicles on another dude's head? That's, <laughs> that's worth that's what a I thousand. Those are a yeah. thousand points, I think. That is the one where it makes the other guy feel real bad. Like nobody yeah. feels real bad if a three-pointer goes in because they're usually like, ah, man, that guy's good. Whatever. I had a good shot. I'll get him back at the other end. Somebody dunks on you. Nobody's like... Well, that was really well defended. No, no dunk has ever been well defended. Ever. It's a dunk. The better the defense, the dumber you look for trying to defend it. And someone took a picture of it and printed it and put it on their wall. That's what we used to do back then. That's how cool dunks were. We just looked at them <laughs> all day long. We put them on our actual <laughs> walls and then stared at them. Uh, see, I'm really trying to get my brain back to that level of entertainment, right? <laughs> Nobody the does that with three-pointers. I'm going to look at this exact same three-pointer. Every single morning of my life before I go to school. No. 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 Nobody says like, oh, that changed that changed your manhood. 
That changed your masculinity, right? <laughs> like, nobody puts together a compilation of 10 times Patrick Ewing got a three-pointer shot at him, shot <laughs> on him. No, they put a compilation together that's like 10 times Patrick Ewing was absolutely murdered <laughs> by, uh, by people in the NBA. Just for trying really hard. That was the other concept. secret. Yeah, just for try. <laughs> don't, <laughs> like, don't try. Like if you look at nothing but uh, posters on the walls of '90s teenagers, you would conclude Patrick Ewing was horrible at basketball. Quite the contrary, <laughs> he was excellent. No, he's really good. He's really His good. His problem was that he was way too good. <laughs> he was always well, in the vicinity like, of something very cool. <laughs> you're like, wow, he's in he's in great defensive position there. What happened next? And you're like, Scottie Pippen humiliated him on national TV and then stepped over him and started a fight. <laughs> Yeah, for two points. <laughs> for two, for two points. points. <laughs> Meanwhile, Steph Curry's out there like, you can't kick my ass if I'm hitting it from 40 feet away. I think how precious points were back in the day. Like, all that <laughs> oh, work yeah, for the- two points. <laughs> now it's like, oh, he's going to shoot three? Okay, who gives a shit? I'm going to shoot three. Oh, and then he's going to come back and shoot three. Then I'm going to shoot three. Back then, yeah. back then, your life was on the line for two fucking points. Also, we're going to let you have that dunk. That's fine. Like, I do have some sympathy towards, like, you know, there are old guy sports fans, like, ah, back in the day, they wouldn't have let you do that. But, like, John Morant, I don't know if you've watched John Morant play basketball. <laughs> Someone's going to try to beat his ass. I don't think they're going to succeed, but they're going to try. Well, someone's just going to get, because they're letting him have dunks, but Jaw's like, oh, cool, you'll give me $5, $10 credit. Bam! Taking it every time. He's a rude individual. Yeah, there are still some of those guys around. And to be clear, I'm not trying to be like, back in my day, they played defense. Like, fuck defense. No one cares nope. about defense. I'm here no for the dunks, defense. to be clear. Yeah, that's like, the 90s were better. And you're like, no, 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 I don't think you should be allowed to swing wrenches at people in the low post. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, like, oh, that sounds great. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm not like the 80s, they played hard defense. No, 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 no. No, fuck that. The 90s, they dunked. That's my entire... I'm arguing specifically for the presence of wrenches and nothing else. I just want to make that clear. I mean, I, I kind of like a I like any philosophy of sport where you're like, Sean Kemp is the greatest player of all time. Pretty Why? much dunks, just dunks. You're like, what's well, that here? He's averaged like off. 19, said like 19 points a game. You're like, yeah, they were all dunks. <laughs> they were like eight dunks. He had the highest dunk percentage per field goal. They're like, how is his jumper? He was, you know, what his jumper was? He jumped right at the the hoop. He'd, he jumped He's and then that. he dunked. Yeah. <laughs> That's why college basketball, I can't. I can do women's college <laughs> basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like like women's college basketball is cool. It's like this is what every old guy who says they like fundamentals, this is what mm-hmm. they are talking about. Like it's it's crisp, well-played, competent basketball. And then men's yeah. college basketball is guys standing around. I there really should be yeah I mean like college basketball I don't want to speak too ill of it it's just not it's not a taste that my uh my palate can pick up ever like, except even for Auburn. March Matt except, except for, for our <laughs> beloved our beloved top five <laughs> Auburn Tigers Florida beat Auburn Florida Florida they did they did wow look at that we must be really good <laughs> must be really great to beat <laughs> Auburn in basketball. <laughs> feed this asshole yeah hold on it's time to feed it's time to feed Why the does asshole this always happen but we're gonna come back to bruce pearl <laughs> <laughs> home field apparel home field apparel is uh, a shirt shirts and pants website that has clothes based around college athletics allegedly the same thing this podcast is based around you can wear clothes that talk about Auburn. I mean, they don't talk. They proclaim their <laughs> love for Auburn. But a lot they more silently talk. than actual Auburn people will proclaim their love for Auburn, which, in my opinion, makes them better than actual Auburn fans. Visit homefieldapparel.com for all the silent yeah. Auburn silent Auburn merch. You can use offer code FULLCAST, if this advantage has never occurred to you, to take 20% off your first order of soft, vintage homespun collegiate apparel mostly for the upper body betty god damn it <sighs> i've been thinking a lot about killing myself home field apparel where the auburn clothes are silent um so before but when I die my body will return to the loam and nourish oak trees 
Before your life ends, I have a recommendation, uh, which is to visit acorns.com slash fullcast and be certain that your next of kin is um, well established financially because... To-do list. Passive suicidal ideations. Active suicidal ideations. Acorns. With acorns.com slash fullcast, you get a $5 start toward your retirement. And then other stuff happens, and you set it up, so money keeps going in, and uh, the magic uh, stock market formulas apply, and the algorithms. I watched Tenet, uh, but as Christopher Nolan intended, I watched it on a plane on my phone. Yes. Um, That's good. Yes. I watched half it's of all, it. It's on better a, on a Game Boy. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I wish I had a Game Boy Color. Did you, uh, did you tell him, were you able to let him know that this is how you watch the movie? Is he Is he online? I don't. I should I find know, him. I don't know, but it seems worth trying to find this. out. I, I watched I, half of it on a one-hour flight, and then the other half on the hour flight back, and <laughs> like expecting I'm gonna get the movie to mirror itself, and it pretty much does. <laughs> it, was, it was great. Yeah, bad guy. Uh, Acorns.com/slash/fullcast, and then you can retire and um, watch Christopher Nolan movies. There's, I guess. There's watch no Chris special code. You just get $5 by going to that URL. Stop asking us for the code. You don't listen. You never listen. Stop asking about the code. None There's no code. There's just a Cut URL. <laughs> Great ads. Ads are done. Mm, goodbye, And ads. I'm back. Wow. You guys nailed that. <sighs> um, We talking about Christopher Nolan? Man, we talking about... We, we talking about <laughs> ghostly women who play secondary roles? We talking about that tenant. Talking about that tenant. Mm. Which is like, no, it's it's not his weirdest movie. I don't think. Like, it's not the hardest to understand. Like, it's it's you know, it's very woo woo with the time and stuff and whatever. But like, mm. you sort of pick up where it's going, and it's I don't know. It, it it didn't strike me as that complicated. The fucking Dunkirk, that shit was ridiculous. That didn't <sighs> no, that didn't need to be like that. More That's like my Dunk review of that Irk. movie. Yeah, it, I am it, irked. It's more like dumb Kirk because it made me feel dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't appreciate that. <laughs> um, hey, we're talking around something here, and I think we should probably just try and get it out in the open. Yeah. Hard Mountain Dew went on sale today, Tuesday, <laughs> February. 4th. Oh shit! Oh shit! In well, Jason, <laughs> you're, you're about to hold a severe advantage over the rest of us because it is on sale in. Let's see. Who who on this show knows about this news already? Don't look it up. Who knows this news? Spencer, you know. Yeah. Cerber, did you? Jason, did you? Do what? I think the audio broke it's, up. It's there. on sale in... Do what? Uh, Hard Mountain Dew is on sale in three states. Who would like to guess the three states that it launched in initially? Kentucky, Florida. Tennessee, North Carolina. <laughs> Florida. Cerber has gotten one out of three. Spencer is correct that Florida is one of them. Okay, so... Florida, Tennessee... <laughs> Georgia, South Carolina. Florida and Tennessee are correct. Georgia is not, and I am upset. Brian Kemp, Ridiculous. utter failure. Fuck it. I mean, that was true before, but now. Massachusetts. Never, Brian. I regret to inform you that with, and I think we could safely call <laughs> this I stolen see. valor, the third state is Iowa. What the <laughs> fuck? That's fucked up. That's Do you know what? No, up, I know why they did it. I don't want to I know why they did there. it. You know why they did it? Horseshit. They're like, where should we sell it? And somebody goes, hey, we're Slipknot from. <laughs> like, yeah. This, yeah. Is yeah. The only, this is the only acceptable solution. That's it. They're like, we got to do it, man. We got to do it. Tampa, Florida, where uh, death metal was invented. <laughs> and then Tennessee, <laughs> you're here too. <laughs> Tennessee, home of Mountain Dew. Like, which state? Which? Hold on. I'm going to look up this column in the United States labor statistics. Which state has the most people who make a living with a two-by-four embedded with nails in it? And they're like, Tennessee. Hey. Tennessee. You know I'm right. <laughs> Is this all the way to get Brian parents just... to have sex? <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Not it didn't happen of... when he was in Tampa. I don't know. It's called if, Hard if... Mountain Dew, not personal magnetism. <laughs> if you ain't getting any in Tampa, you ain't getting any anywhere. That's what I always say. Is Mountain Dew as hard as the task of dethroning my father? <laughs> my powerful, virile, Division One football coach he's so, father? He's so virile. How he's virile so, is he? He's so potent. Um, mm. Florida, Tennessee, and Iowa, that's some Outback bullshit right there. 
Oh. That's some that's a fucking music <laughs> city bowl in the making. <laughs> It's a goddamn walking gator bowl. Sponsor us. Sponsor us. Like ambitions of the citrus bowl asks Hard Mountain Dew. It's sweet that they think I'm above begging and that I'm kidding about begging for this sponsorship. Yeah, we we need it actually. So Yeah. Mountain Dew. For we we love pouring your products into our bodies, Mountain Dew. Come on. I don't know yep. why they would have hard Mountain Dew in Iowa, though, and think they would embrace it, because that's obviously just consuming it would be a threat to uh, white safeties, right? To white safety, period. Here, I'm going to oh. tag them right now. Sponsor the shutdown forecast. There we go. Everyone join in. Thank you. Folks, uh, please outreach. relentlessly cyberbully Mountain Dew into sponsoring us. Thank you. You the Heart Mountain, the Heart Mountain Dew account, I think, is the one we might have the mm. best, the best success with. Yeah, they're new. Because they're already drunk. Hard. <laughs> is Mountain Dew too easy for you? How about Hard Mountain Dew? <laughs> hard mode. <laughs> God mode. Expert now, now mode. The, now you have the kickstart, and you have your day Mountain Dew, and you have your five o'clock Mountain Dew. So it's like Mountain Dew in the morning, Mountain Dew at supper time. Hard Mountain so, Dew at 2 a.m. Hard Mountain, Mountain Dew. I'm going to have some Hard Mountain Dew to put me to sleep. And then some kickstart to get me <laughs> yeah, going that's, that's again. My, that's my Mountain Dew PM. We have the entire... We put <laughs> it the whole day. <laughs> I got my fucking Mountain Dew NyQuil. Mountain Dew. <laughs> Celestial <laughs> Seasonings Mountain Dew hard. Just with a little bear. With the, the little, little bear, but he's got Juggalo face paint. The little with Juggalo face The little bear's playing fucking Xbox Halo. <laughs> <laughs> the little bear with the fucking giant oversized neon green top hat just kind of it He's got a blunt in his mouth. <laughs> oh, that's just that's just Cody, y'all. Piles oh, and piles of Dorito bags. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to this be bear, like that. This bear gets down. <laughs> Nice to Cody. The number of people I've seen who share that picture with, like, I'm trying to be like that. I'm like, that bear might be dead. <laughs> what? I mean, so what do you think is in celestial seasonings? I don't know, but the picture could lead hard. to many different conclusions. Yeah, it does okay. go hard. Right. What are you trying to, to do? <laughs> trying to get, trying to get faded off that. <laughs> oh, trying, trying to get fucked up off celestial seasoning. <laughs> I mean, celestial season. That name sounds like it goes harder than it, it does. That sounds like does. oh, you're going, you're going to see stars and shit, bro. I'll never had the red zinger. <laughs> Whoa. Which is a real product that they sell. <laughs> sounds like sounds good. Code red zinger. <laughs> That's right. He's alerting us to poison. <laughs> like, are you talking shit about Mountain Dew? <laughs> Sons of bitches. <laughs> I was raised on that. I need that hard mountain put it, put it in my face. Bottle-fed mountain in the cradle, you son of a bitch. Go, go, go my my daddy's daddy worked for Mountain Dew for 35 years. <laughs> <sighs> he, he discovered the first Mountain Dew spring in East Tennessee. <laughs> Remind that. Then the corporate the corporation stole it from us. I'm then the railroad the railroad man came through and took the <laughs> took the Mountain Dew <laughs> stills with his tall top hat and his big promises. You know what sucks is I actually do have a huge swath of family who works for a beverage company and it's fucking Coors and they're all goddamn lunatics. <coughs> oh Not yeah, in the fun way. Yeah, I can get no. No benefit from this whatsoever. No, I'm pretty sure everyone in the Coors family is like, yeah, democracy is really, really not doing anything for this country. They're, yeah. Yeah. I think they're definitely those people. They're, they are. They are. The silver bullet. They call it the silver bullet because they're all terrified of werewolves. <laughs> I, true. I don't know what she's doing. She's just accurate. If you ask Pete, ask Pete Coors, he'll be like, my number one fear, and that, that's uh, over taxation. My number two, werewolves. Werewolves have been the enemy of the Coors family for several generations. I think the number three fear is dehydration. Daddy! Yeah. <laughs> it's just like nothing, nothing to hydrate. I think a Coors Light hydrates you better than water does, to be quite frank. Absolute goddamn <laughs> I fully, I fully agree. I think, that's, I think that's completely accurate. I'm also astonished that at one point the idea of getting Coors on the East Coast constituted a caper. Oh, Aunt Mothman used to do that. She used to do like she an actual Smokey and the Bandit run? She used to run Coors. In her, I've told this story. In her Geo Metro, <laughs> I think it was a Geo Metro. That might have been too late. I think that's too late. She definitely had a Metro later. But yeah, she used to run. My mom will tell you the story. So amateur bootlegging. That's one other thing Coors gave us: a solution to the werewolf scourge, insane politics, and amateur bootlegging. Thank you, Coors. 
Not You've done so much for us. Yeah. Just bootlegging for fun. I think you could do worse things to your body than the Mountain Dew lifestyle, where you have kickstart in the morning, you 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 basically <laughs> plateau with Mountain Dew all day, maybe spike with some Code <laughs> Red, nursing then, nursing it with the Baja Blast all day long. <laughs> what and are then, you doing? I'm trying to build the god of kidney stones, and then, and then you just obliterate yourself off that Mountain Dew hard at night. <laughs> Because you know what Mountain Dew Hard sets the stage for? I'm going to go ahead and put it out there because I know what's coming. Mountain Dew Harder. Mountain Dew yeah. Harder is going to come along. That's what, that's just canned Mountain Dew and tequila. That, like, that's the cocktail in a can version. That's Mountain fine. Dew Hardest. Mountain mm-hmm. Dew Hardest Plus. <laughs> Mountain Dew Hardest <laughs> Plus S mode. Mountain, plus, Mountain Dew Meth and Taurine. Mountain Dew Hardship. And then there'll be a uh, then a reboot where they just call it Mountain Dew Hard, but that's even harder than Hardest was. And then it's Mountain Dew for her. Yeah, <laughs> Mountain Dew Hard for her. It's got birth control in it. Actually, Mountain Dew for him should probably have birth control in it. Boy, that would yeah, that'd be a one-stop shop things. right there. Yeah. Mountain Dewly. That's the Mountain Dew for those who drive large trucks with two axles in the back. And then there's Aaron Rodgers, who's on that Mountain Doo Doo. Oh. <laughs> I, I am making so upset. That was a beautiful transition. <laughs> what are you talking about, Jason? <laughs> well, Aaron Rodgers, a person who's great at staying in the news, <laughs> uh, he's really good at staying in the news, and he's good at uh, health and medicine and public safety and uh, and being smart about things that he is or isn't putting in his body. <laughs> Um, his girlfriend has joined his family and all the rest of us in thinking that um, he's kind of weird. So, so that's the wild thing is like he was dating this girl who like eats rocks and whatever. And then they broke up. And now, lo and behold, he's even weirder than her or something to that effect. Back? <laughs> he's trying to impress her. Look, 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 I'll eat even weirder shit than you. Please come back. I need to, I need you back. Watch, I'm gonna eat gay for three days. This is so. this is uh, an Ayur- an Ayurvedic fast called the Panchakarma, and uh, the Panchakarma. Uh, Jason, you want to trade off steps here? Because I think re- one <laughs> of us reading all one of us reading all of this might actually induce some of these symptoms. Yeah, I don't think it's like, safe, so I'm, I'm gonna take number one. Um, and as you do that, I'm gonna take a quick run to the Chucky verse to hurl into the ball pit and then we'll tag hey, off. Mm-hmm. Hey, before we go, I got a quick question. What do we think Aaron Rodgers thinks Ayurvedic means? Um, he probably He's clearly done a lot of research. I want to know what he thinks it means. He probably thinks it means Indian. That's what it is. So he's like, "Let's go to an Ayurvedic restaurant." And then mm. he goes to like a Punjabi place. Yeah. Oh, sick burn. So, Panchakarma cleanse. Step one. Three days of ghee therapy. Consume ghee until you evacuate at both ends. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Wait. Yeah. So, wait, 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 wait. So, ghee, is, uh, ghee as in butter, not karate pajamas? As in clarified butter. Oh, we, could not be, <laughs> we could not be more problematic right now if we tried. Three days of clarified butter until... How do you eat... Like, how do you... How do you consume the butter? You know, if you're an NFL, because I'm picturing pro, Bugs Bunny just, just like, make it happen. Yeah. Do you just? But you I know. don't think ghee comes in sticks. Like it's in it's in jar form, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, you just gotta spoon it up, man. Okay. Spoon it up mm. and go for it. Wow, goodness, that's so, upsetting. Yeah. From what I know of athletes, I assume he's like just hammering this via smoothie. This particular fast. Um, who boy. There's five karmas, and that's this is it's way too many karmas for me um, to go through for this. Cause so, so, step two. <laughs> so after three days of um, shitting and puking, mm-hmm. uh, which that's that's good. That's the beginning. Now things have begun. Um, then Aaron Rodgers did one day of therapeutic vomiting. Mm-hmm. Which. Because is, is that, the that's specific what he went on Pat McAfee's show, right? <laughs> specific type of vomit. Yeah, did we catch any of this live? No. Can I just say, I would pay for a commentary track of this by Pat McAfee. Yeah, I, dude, that's, I that's the guy I want to hear, of, like, 
exulting think, about the yeah <laughs> the spray bring and the, the correct amount of gravitas to the moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then after your one day of therapeutic vomiting, uh, you receive one day of laxative therapy. Ah. So you were already evacuating from both ends, and then you had a day devoted to evacuating from your uh, front end. Followed by a day of evacuating from your back end. You have now spent five days evacuating from one and or both ends. As an NFL person, this seems like a curious choice to me because who other than an NFL quarterback has greater access to large amounts of 300, 400 pound men who could literally pick you up bodily and wring you out like a gym towel? Because that's what it sounds like is being done here. Like you just want somebody to trust you. It, oh. as if yeah, as as if playing an NFL quarterback isn't unpleasant enough physically. Mm. This is how he's spending his downtime. <laughs> he also has to wake up every day and be Aaron Rodgers, which doesn't look or sound fun, ever. Um, I just want to say, by the way, this is a twelve-day process. Yeah. yeah, we're not even halfway. No, it's a twelve-day cleanse. It only took, I believe, nine days to evacuate Dunkirk. It takes 12 days to evacuate <laughs> so Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers yeah, is more gonna clogged. We're going to call this the Antietam. More clogged than Dunkirk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so then, so three days of herb drops in nose. I don't know. That's we're 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 reading it. We're Ooh, reading the a tweet. Battle of Palma was 12 days last year in Mozambique. Yeah. Uh, Aaron so that Rogers is let's intestinal see. tract. The insurgency of Cabo Delgado. That's up to eight days, and then it says mm-hmm. many days of enemas is what the tweet says. So I would assume that means four days of enemas. <laughs> Guys, I didn't realize it, but I've been doing this fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's called eating Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm just I'm just engaging in combat with Pancha Karma by going through all of this, but still going to Golden Corral four times a day. <laughs> Yeah. You, make him make him work for it. Make it count for something. <laughs> I just felt so darn unproductive there on day nine with nothing coming out. So, yeah, you're not through with the five karmas, buddy. I got all kinds of karmas, most of them bad. That's why I'm eating a double whopper. I just I feel like if Aaron Rodgers wants to engage with Eastern medicine as a dude from Wisconsin, there are easier ways to do it, like getting a tattoo on his arm that is the Chinese character for arm. That's a great idea. That's a really good idea. That's like, a good one. Get, like, get an armband tattoo or something, man. You can work out this energy in other ways. I'm going to do that one. I'm going to get that. Get Or get, get on the arm that for leg. Yeah. Whoa. Ankle. Yeah, ankle. Oh, yeah. Lie to them about which part they're looking at. Yeah. Love it. Yoga uh, also, medi- yeah, yoga, yoga and meditation, meditation throughout. <laughs> Which, so while you're shitting all over the place, you're also in downward dog. And <laughs> <laughs> really so squeeze it all out. <laughs> which now, this now, all of this, by the way, all of this <laughs> says that he. The best part is that this is all done at the same time as he's addressing his future. So like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm deciding. I'm deciding uh, my next career move. As Green Bay fans are like, I can shit for twelve days and I don't have to leave the house. I'm an owner. I, do you know that, Aaron? I could have saved you the time. Just go. Just go down to Frankie's Pizza. Get yourself a Sicilian with hot peppers. I get the accents just all over the place again. I'm not hitting no, that was right good. today. Oh, that was oh, good. That yeah. was good. You could use a cleanse. Jeez, doing all this stuff. What's a green day cleanse? Just eat Culver's once a week. You'll be, <laughs> you'll be clean as a whistle. <laughs> I'm telling, no, it's it's a brat with hot peppers. That's what it is, right? You get the, that's that's you know that for that'll set me oh, right for clear shit whistle. <laughs> <laughs> it'll have your butt feeling sterling sharp. That's what it'll have, <laughs> nice and clean. That's a person. Well, that's the kind of sharp my butt would be feeling. <laughs> You know, as good as our famous all-pro wide receiver. The legend. I'm just making sure that you knew. Yep. Yep. I'm My so butt tired, feels, feels magic like Don Makowski. <laughs> Everything catching toxins like Jordy Nelson. 
That's <laughs> Green Bay Ayurvedic School of Medicine <laughs> has to happen. It now has to happen. Boy, I cleaned out enterprise. my Bart starfish just fine. <laughs> Now cleansed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm feeling truly grateful. That is the word, oh, by the way. <laughs> grateful so to be alive. He said this shit gave him intense gratitude. Like, yeah, you, you survived it. I'd be grateful too. <laughs> Pat, Pat McAfee, I can't believe I'm here speaking to you after this ordeal. <laughs> I'm so grateful. Yeah, because at one point after that much suffering, like, don't aren't you gonna feel euphoric no matter what once it's over? Yeah. <laughs> Although, can I give this to you? When you have attained a level of spiritual enlightenment and gratitude and happiness, who's the first person you want to go tell about it? Pat, Pat McAfee. No, okay, that's I'm right. Go I'm actually gonna agree with this. I'm actually gonna agree with this because Pat McAfee's whole deal is he's like Spencer Plus. By which I mean, no matter what you tell him, he's excited about it. No matter what, he's like, "That's crazy, man." He, he has your whole like, "That's crazy, man," but it's full time and includes like, you know, you show him like your distended asshole. He's like, "Oh, that's wild, man." Yeah. How's the family? What? Oh. Yeah. When I descend from the mountaintop, I'm gonna tell Pat McAfee about it, and he's gonna yell the same voice he says like Friday Night Smackdown. Mm. That's. I have a question. Okay, I have a question. Ryan's not here, and I feel like this is where he would take the conversation. So I'm going to take the conversation here. How do you know when you're done with the pooping and the puking? How do you know when it's the last one? Is there a potential for a runaway truck type of scenario? Uh, Are there off ramps in this situation in case you cannot stop the pooping and the puking? Oh, I see. At is one that... point, like at one, how long? At, how many days are you supposed to be evacuating from both ends? Three. Okay, this is supposed to, this is, I'm going to phrase this question very sincerely. How are you supposed to know in this situation if something has gone terribly wrong? It, like if it's day six and you're still evacuating from both ends? Yeah, how do you know if you're doing it right? Where, what are the metrics for success? I think you're double enlightened, maybe. Hmm. You found bonus, uncharted bonus levels of enlightenment. I oh god I'm so shook. <laughs> it's so sh just god. twelve days. I don't want to be sitting here just like making fun of this, uh, making fun of Ayurvedic traditions for minutes at a time. But also, Aaron Rodgers is such a dork. Like, I want, I can't, I'm having trouble reconciling these two impulses. I want to be clear. I am reveling in the notion of Aaron Rodgers doing this. Okay, it does not seem like a fun thing, and I would not do it myself. You didn't do okay? anything fun. But could Ness, your your system, yeah, you better be experiencing gratitude. I think, and the uh, the other thing here is like, if this is any other pro athlete saying this, we say like, oh, okay, got it. It's Aaron yeah. fucking Rodgers who just spent so a whole like, season. God, dude, again. He just spent a whole season saying a bunch of bullshit about what he was and wasn't putting in his body, right? Mm. And doing his own research. And, like, yeah, that huge part of the joke is it's Aaron Rodgers. Like, mm. if, if, if I'm trying to think of an athlete who could say this, that we'd just be like, oh, interesting, you know? But let's, let's, there's probably a lot of them who we wouldn't have even looked up what the steps are. But when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> he, he just. Anything, he, honestly, anything that he were to say, I've tried this, that thing would now be funny, right? That's a good point, because he spent the whole season semantically shitting and puking from both ends of his body, and now he's just doing it for real. And in the NFC title game, too. Good grief. Mm, yeah, many people. At least something's moving, huh? Huh? <laughs> hey! Oh, huh? Ooh, I got a transition. At least, at least somebody's end zone is participating, huh? I, I got a, I got a, I got a, a speed chase moment for y'all. Sent to us by a reader. <clears throat> South Carolina man charged after low-speed dump truck chase on I-485. <laughs> a Lancaster, South Carolina man is facing multiple charges after police said he led officers on a low-speed chase from Pineville around the outer loop of Interstate 485 Monday morning police said they were following a piece of construction equipment that was recorded stolen from a work site 
Officer spotted the truck Monday. How? This is from WCNC in Charlotte and tried to stop the driver. Police said the subject identified as 38 year old Brett James Cato refused to stop, leading to a chase on the outer loop of Interstate 485. Oh, oh my God. Hmm. Okay, I was going to make fun of the driver. As of Monday evening, police are still searching for the driver who led officers on a low-speed chase. The driver jumped and ran after driving the dump truck into some woods. Oh, he was finally captured and taken into custody around 2 p.m. He was located by... He was located by a canine officer. I like that they refer to them as canine officers. (laughs) Apologize to Officer Bingo. Officer Bingo is a decorated member of this force, and you will address him by the title which he has earned. What is the most embarrassing vehicle to be caught road chasing, to have to evade law enforcement in? Embarrassing? A Dodge Caliber. I was going to say a Nissan Versa for probably the same reason. Maybe an HHR. I think it'd be embarrassing, all that plastic just flapping all over the place. Not a a PT Cruiser? No, PT Cruiser, you'd note. You'd be like, that's pretty dope. You're in for the cops in like the worst car okay. ever. Got it. Which makes it kind of cool. You got to pick something that's not even like anti cool. Yeah, got- mm. Versa, I think, also comes with like the. Like, you know that guy who tried to swim from the cops in maritime disasters off the houseboat? Mm-hmm. He's probably making better time from the cops than the guy in the Versa. If there's any kind of hill involved. Yeah. I could also see this. I think there are cars that it would be really embarrassing to lose someone in. And not just her, that car is slow. But like if you uh, ran from the cops and evaded capture in uh, a juke, I think that'd be Ooh. just unpardonable if you were the cop, right? Like, yeah, the frog car. Car looks like, yeah, the, I, I, I ran from the cops in that. I lost Suspect a guy in a juke. fled the scene in a Honda Fit. <laughs> I couldn't catch the Nissan Cube. It was just moving oh, too fast. Oh, a Scion. Okay, any kind of Scion. Do they still make those? Just me running from the cops in a crown vit going, the irony. <laughs> um, I. Oh, wow. God. Goodness, guys. Yeah, I, I'm still I'm still stuck on the Green Bay Ayurvedic method. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. All right. The Green All Bay right. Clinic. Sorry. It's, I'll get my brain off of it. Right, I didn't want to do this, but I'm going to pull the big lever. Okay. A black bear known as Hank the Tank has broken into more than two dozen <laughs> California homes since July, officials say. Paintballs, beanbags, sirens, and tasers cannot keep a 500-pound animal from seeking leftover pizza and other food. I will now scroll down to the very first reply, which is, I think the authorities should mind their own business. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Hank, for being ungovernable and our king. I mean this very seriously. Um, they should just leave Tahoe. They should just leave Tahoe. Solidarity, Hank, says Betty. Yeah. Like, Hank's people were there first. Let them have Tahoe. That's true. Leave. Yeah. Shooting does, a bear it, with a paintball gun. Yeah, it's 500 pounds. <laughs> what did you think that was going to accomplish? It's not even going to notice it. That's, you can't take my big ass down with a paintball gun. You think you're going to attack a bear? Yeah, that this bear. is not an invitation to shoot me with a paintball gun, although you, I'm unkillable. You know what that bear probably thought? They're like, oh, cool. I can steal that guy's paintball gun while I'm in his house. Paintball's good eating. It seems cool. He's probably I mean, I, pizza. I bear just thought, like, <laughs> look how colorful I am now. I'm so pretty now. I, you have yeah, decorated me. adorning Hank the Tank. Average black bear is somewhere between 100 and 300 pounds. This is a 500-pound black bear. It, frankly, it needs pizza. Quoting local law enforcement here, exceptionally large bear. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> it's Man, fat bear season cannot get here soon enough. Hank did it. Hank did it. He's made it all happen. Every last bit. Um, can I... Can I mention something that happened right before this podcast? It is tangentially sports-related, so of course we can talk about it. Is this about Warhammer? Uh, no, it is not. Okay, so um, go back to uh, the official golfer of the shutdown full cast. That would be Phil Wildboy Mickelson. So okay. The official golfer of the full cast was Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> well, they're both they're both kind of un- they're both kind of terrible in their own way. Okay. Phil, in this respect, on 
Friday, a book by uh, Alan Shipnick is going to feature a quote uh, from Yeah, this is Phil. kind of what made me think, are you sure Phil is the official golfer of the shutdown full cast? <laughs> kind of, because oh, apparently God. apparently <laughs> he's fine using, the, using a, an authoritarian regime that everyone's pretty sure totally killed a guy and hacked him up with a bone saw uh, and then kind of just got away with it. Uh, he's fine using them as a partner to try to force the PGA to do things. That's really and and told this golf what writer. What was the quote on this again? Uh, the quote from Phil on this uh, was that he described the Saudis as scary motherfuckers, which is always really what you want to hear, right? When you're talking about potential business partners, and also they've got a horrible record on human rights. They execute people over there for being gay. These are quotes. Uh, and in addition to all of this, uh, the Saudis are dangling a bunch of money to get people to come over there and basically like try to create a rival golf tournament, thus continuing like the sports washing of the regime. Um, Phil said this, and it really did flip the top of my lid because I'm not a golf fan, but this is the most insane thing I have heard said by an athlete out loud in a real long time. Knowing all of this, why would I even consider it? Because this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to reshape how the PGA Tour operates. <laughs> He's not wrong. I will die for this shit. I will, uh, I will, I will partner with actual villains. Uh, <laughs> I will say it out loud that this is what I am doing. <laughs> He's not inaccurate in that it could change the sport for good. It really could. But... Yeah, this is it. They've been able to get by with manipulative, coercive, strong-arm tactics because we, the players, had no recourse. But now we do, thanks to Saudi Arabia. Holy fucking shit, God. dude. <laughs> Eventually, they're just going to fund all American sports. Like, there's, there's no it's such It's kind of wild that college football hasn't... great over there. Yeah. It's like, I, I, there, might, there might be Saudi shadow money floating does through this, college yeah, football. Does this kind of blow I don't, your mind that we haven't had this yet? Like, they have... They're, like, there are... I'm skipping regimes, but there are indoor ski resorts, in, like in Doha. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of amazed we haven't had <laughs> Texas, Texas A&M resurrected just to have them play over there. Not that they're rivals. Sorry, one more quote. This is amazing. I'm not sure I even want the Saudi Golf League to succeed, but just the what? idea of it is allowing to get things done with the PGA Tour. Phil, you know who you probably shouldn't let hear you say that? <laughs> that's that's incredible. <laughs> okay, I'm not encouraging anybody to visit crimes upon Phil Mickelson because Phil's very existence does plenty of that inviting on its own. I don't think that Phil has the home security and personal security chops to play this game. No. <laughs> I, by which I mean, by which I mean, this is speculation only. I bet Phil Mickelson is really easy to rob. I know where he's going to be. There's a little card that the PJ will send that tells you where he's going to be. Oh yeah, that's a good point. No, I was just thinking. <laughs> I was just thinking about at home. Don't. He's probably real easy to burgle. Uh, don't. <laughs> Don't do, don't do dodgy, don't do dodgy shit. Like it's not like he's a, it's not like he's a prepper. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Phil, you've upset the dog. She loves golf. I guess I've oh just never gosh. cared as much about anything as Phil Mickelson has cared about the financial well-being of his no. employers. <laughs> like it's wow. not like he owns the PG. You know, you know, he's just a guy who works for him. Which and okay, Spencer, I don't know enough about I don't know enough about golf to know what Phil's gripes with the tour are. What are his specific complaints that he thinks he can do better or that he thinks will be done better by Saudi Royals? <laughs> like like what are his what are his complaints against the PGA tour? What has made what what grievances have made this this breakaway uh, this breakaway tour, like, even possible. I mean, I, I think the thing that made it possible was, one, Saudi wanting to, you know, continue to be like, we're, we're cool. Hey. Right, no, right. But what are they, what are the gripes with the PGA tour that have, have may even made it possible to put a wedge between players and the PGA? What are, what are, 
the PGA's crimes well, in Phil's mind. It kind of. They kind of have a point. Like there is. Wait, wait, wait. No, right, right, right. No, I'm not saying. Who has a point? Uh, Phil's kind of got a point on some of this. Oh, Jesus. Okay. A little bit. Now, it's one of those things where you're like, how much of a point does he have? And you're like, he's got a good solid 42% of a point. Right? Because the PGA Tour has, uh, one, they've started to release more money to players. Right? Because somebody else was threatening to release more money to the players. Um they have this like impact fund right it basically amounts to this the pga has a bunch of money and the players kind of want to know where it goes because tell me if you have heard this before so for transparency of accounting again we go to the saudi royal family uh-huh yeah that's okay. that's the part where I, that's the 58 percent where you go <laughs> boy you definitely don't have a point this uh, is the 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 ancient uh question marks profit meme mm. yeah yeah because uh, the PGA is a nonprofit. Wait, 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 wait. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's very funny. Yeah. PGA is uh, just a for... Tweet, tweet just rolled past. Uh, KPMG has ended its relationship with Phil Mickelson. So, like, as we speak, he's losing, I don't know, sponsorships or whatever. Is that what's happening? Yeah. You know where he's, you know where he's not going to find any hampering on his free speech is within the uh, cushy embrace of... Saudi fucking Arabia. Mm-hmm. Once again. I feel like we're just hating on, like, the the whole... I feel like we're just, like, on a pan-Asian haters tour. No, no. Everywhere, si everywhere silly to some extent. And then one place is dangerous here. <laughs> that everywhere would be... is silly to some extent is probably a really good way to look at all this. Um, yeah, I, I think, yeah, which this is... By the way, he also... Yeah, KPMG has ended their partnership with them. Also, Phil came out in a statement that said... <clears throat> Although it doesn't look this way now, given my recent comments. <laughs> Greatest intro ever! <laughs> okay, I will say this. He wrote that himself. That's that's amazing. My he I don't like Saudi Arabia shirt is raising a lot of questions already answered by my I don't like Saudi Arabia shirt. Why? Oh my, and once again, I just want to point out if I had this kind of money, do you have any idea how never you would hear from me again? That's oh. I'll go. Yeah. yeah. Once once I'm rich, I am not at all caring about the well-being of the PGA Tour. Mm -mm. Y'all got this. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You you could take it. But yeah, greatest intro to an apology ever. Although it doesn't look this way now, given <laughs> my recent comments. Okay. Okay. Hang on. Let's 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 power through what what does he follow that up oh uh, my actions throughout this process have always been with the best interest of golf my peers sponsors and fans that's why i was going to take nine figures from the saudis <laughs> there is the problem of off-record comments being shared out of context what? okay okay we're going back up here we're going back up here okay i don't i'm not a journalism expert okay i'm not not there's God, i'm no. not a professor of these things however do you know what's off record the things that you both agree are off record. Okay? I guarantee you that's not what Alan Shipnick did. I guarantee you it wasn't Phil going. Uh, no, because that's a book. Yeah. Hey, don't don't tell anyone books this. Are like, books are like blogs yeah. that you can that you can hand to other people. But their books are basically like context blogs. Yeah. Kids. Yeah. They they could be they'll probably be around a hundred years from now. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know about that. The, uh, being shared out of context and without my consent. He, he was writing a book on you. <laughs> He's right. It was pretty transparent that this was going to be a book. But the bigger issue <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that I used words I sincerely regret that um, do not reflect my true feelings or intentions. <laughs> which, did he say which words? <laughs> it was which, reckless. Which words those were? I offended people. <laughs> and I am deeply sorry for my choice of words. I'm beyond disappointed that somebody caught me and will make every effort to self-reflect and learn from this. Okay, okay, let's 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 talk let's talk about being caught. Let's ask another common question. <laughs> what did you think the reaction was going to be, Philium? <laughs> What was your plan? What what is your uh, what is your no blips, hundred percent everything? What does success look like for you under this plan? 
What is the good outcome here for you? Is it everyone saying like, yes, the financial well-being of the PGA Tour is what matters most? Ah, Phil, what a financial innovator. Man. (laughs) Oh, I'm in tears. (laughs) This could have just been boiled down to the first sentence in the next to last paragraph, which is, I have made a lot of mistakes in my life and many have been shared with the public. Thank you, Phil, for that. (laughs) Thank you for sharing. I have made many mistakes in life. (coughs) Like, Like the time that I said the dudes I was preparing to take nine figures from were scary motherfuckers and that they have a terrible record on human rights. Not that that's inaccurate. But, you know, (laughs) wait, is he apologizing for the partnership or is he apologizing for saying the Saudis have a shitty record on human rights? I don't know. I think it is. Is it more of a I I, want to apologize for whatever I'm being yelled at about? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. That's that definitely sounds like one of these. Like, because is he because something I don't hear in this that I'm curious to know more about. Is he backing out? Listen, this apology is like, you know, when you're painting a house and you're just like, well, just put a little more primer on it. <laughs> you need a little primer over there? <laughs> just, that, you want you want paint? You want paint, too? Like, he's just Bondo. What healthy, healthy, healthy plants. Oh, yeah. This 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 ancient minivan of a an apology just has Bondo in every I think he bondoed the door shut. That's how much Bondo we got here. Good. God, that's amazing. The most, the wildest, the best part is, and I wrote a little bit about this, but the best part is, is that he thought he was the dude who could pull this off. He, why are we speaking in past tense? Do we know that he's done with this? No, he's, he still thinks he's like, I guarantee he's like, I can, I can save this. <laughs> I got this. I, Spencer, I feel like we're too hard on you sometimes. I'll say it. <laughs> Every this is the dude. This is the dude who has the car sideways and is like, no, no, it's cool. I do this all the time. I can, I can pull this out. This is the dude live commenting on the Red Bull live stream. <laughs> like I, my car would not plunge off this cliff. Yeah, no, I'm in the back seat. I'm good. <laughs> Remember going over this cliff. This has got. This is the best. Oh my god. Just the wildest wild boy. He's not young either. He is not young. He's fifty. I think he's fifty-one. He's only fifty-one. He's yeah. There's there's also that. He's like only. Because it seems like he's been up to this shit not just for my entire life, but for my father's entire life. Yeah, any number between I think forty-five and ninety, I would believe. Like he has really made that shit count. Fifty-one. God damn, we haven't even wow. talked about the fact He's that... He's barely older than you. <laughs> so there's one other quote here. Okay. Because there are, there are... And Alan Shipnick alludes to this, so like it's not pulling it straight out of some message board or Twitter, right? But he said that, you know, Phil, like, Phil's lost some money gambling. That's what? Pretty, yeah. He's lost a substantial amount of money gambling over the course of his adult life. But Phil's rich. <laughs> Pat Perez, <laughs> who Arizona State's finest baby, is <laughs> you. He said, yeah, man, I don't know. Phil's under a lot of stress right now. Mm. <laughs> who, in the, who in the hell earns $100 You're million? you that in this golden age of the American oligarch, there is no... Like, has, has Phil Mickelson alienated every single person who might otherwise have given him money? That in <laughs> itself is some kind of grand slam. That's pretty Ooh. rough. That's rough. Like... What is the most money do you uh, like, J- Jason? What's the most money or the number that you could get to and be like, I could not blow that sum of money? Um, I mean, if if a hundred million is the starting point, probably, yeah. <laughs> probably less than that. Yeah, I'm not even sure where I would go to spend that kind of money. Yeah, if you had a hundred, I mean, could you blow a hundred mil? I. I feel like it'd be. I welcome the chance to try within that. within like fairly normal parameters. Okay, yeah, I'll go uh, tax unless, rate because everybody'd be like, "Well, first you owe like forty. No, hundred yeah, mil fuck tax that. rate. Fuck fuck math. Well, like, yeah. I mean, short of like giving away big chunks of it and whatever, like I have or no clue what I would studio. even. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now we're thinking. It's an investment. It seems though. like it'd be hard work. <laughs> the, funding um, Moonfall too. That's an investment. That's a Thank business you. investment. Yeah. Like. 
what is what is the like what is the amount of what is the amount of money that you go just behaving pretty normally as I do I could not blow it because that money like that money for Phil Milkelson who sold his private jet in 2019 which if you're a rich white dude with a private jet selling that private jet that's like losing a family member for you if you're that kind of guy who's like my number one through five concerns are taxation you're like oh dude <laughs> you're that guy yeah you're that guy so the amount of money for me i'm pretty sure within normal parameters i couldn't blow i'm pretty sure i couldn't blow 70 mil sponsors if you would like to help us try this you yeah may reach us at celebrity hot tub on twitter yeah DM him. He'll take care of the business. And, you know, then you can watch me blow $69 million. That's the number. <laughs> it's, the anyway, bird, it's the actual bird song in the background that really brings us home. Oh, good. I'm glad they're back. I'm glad we can hear them again. The birds have followed you to Epcot like Snow White. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's me. They're going to braid your daughter's hair. Just looking at the, you know what the birds are saying in Canadian? Do you not get my statement? Huh? That's why they call it flipping the bird. Yeah. yeah. 